0: Well, on this episode of Cell TV, if you're a health hunter or a health seeker, oh, yeah, tune in. Uh, this gentleman made it very clear that this is who he is. And he brings his favorite healing hacks. Matter of fact, the name of his book. But we talk about Wim Hof. He knew Wim Hof personally. If you don't know Wim Hof, stay tuned <laughs> because I think he's the most fascinating man on earth. And he teaches Wim Hof Method, which I believe you need to know. And we talk about three, well, actually four biohacks that I think this is the real deal. And every one of you need to know these if you're seeking your health.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith and today we welcome Ian Hart. Ian is here to talk about his own pain to purpose story, going from a peak condition, top of the world athlete to his health spiraling out of control. When no healthcare professional could tell him what was going wrong, Ian made a choice to heal himself,
0: and he's here to share his story about how he ditched his expensive medications and began a
1: natural healing journey that finally gave him control over his health. In his book, Healing Hacks, Ian unveils his step by step system for sparking the healing mechanisms in your body. And he will outline those hacks here today. So let's get started and welcome Ian Hart and, of course, Dr. Pompa to the show. Welcome, both of you. Ian,
0: it's funny, we were having a conversation ahead ahead of this. And, you know, being an exercise guy, I was like, you know, just reminding you that my audience is health seekers. Right. And, you know, because when I have Ben Greenfield on, his audience is like these biohack performance people. And I, I have to remind him that, like, my audience is this. And when I go on his shows, I have to remind myself of his audience. But you were all exactly. like, very clear. No, I'm a health seeker. You know, this is what inspired me. And I, I can't even imagine looking at you now that you were even on medications. But with that said, that's what inspired you to write the book. Uh, I want to hear all about it. And I want to hear in this episode these healing hacks that we all need to hear because we are health seekers, man. It's what inspires me even to this day is I fear going back ever. You
1: know, and be- I, I have to say that you are one of the people that inspired me. I heard you on a podcast and I heard your story and I was like, man, this guy has had a very similar story to mine mm. and it really sparked another level of healing because mm. uh, just hearing your story and this is what it's all wow. about. That's why I'm here for this. So,
0: Start with that because again, as I inspired you, you'll inspire others. Now you're writing books, you're doing summits, you're changing the world and that's my thing, right? From pain to purpose, you're obviously in your purpose, but what was your story?
1: Well, so so to start off, I was already into health and fitness. I was uh, a trainer. I was already teaching people how to get healthy and fit and I thought I knew what health and fitness was. Um, and then I found out the hard way and, um, I, I really found out the hard way. Like I was so driven, um, so motivated and I was just pushing through pain until something broke. And that's where I identified with your story. You know, like I was an athlete, I was training hard, pushing hard, working hard. And then, um, I got sick, was put on medication. I ran a race on medication and that made me more sick oh. and then i was given more medication and then boom that was really what broke the so What medications
0: where they have you on i mean how old were you when this happened
1: i was uh i was 27 and i i was diagnosed with walking pneumonia and i was given a fluoroquinolone called avalox which wasn't even approved for the market and it was like basically like a low dose of chemotherapy which i found out later on and i found fa- I found out through extensive research that what these drugs do, no one told me, there was no warning, even the doctors didn't ask like, what did you take? It took me years and then it finally clicked and it's a combination of things. I I wouldn't say it was just that solely, although just that solely has destroyed tens of thousands of people's lives.
0: Did you end up with fluoroquinolone poisoning or toxicity, which many do and it's, it's just horrible to the nerve system.
1: I believe so. And yeah. I don't, I never got like diagnosed with that, but um, yeah, my nervous system was shot. My brain was swollen. Um, I, I basically had like almost autistic type symptoms like de- dementia. It sounds like you
0: had fluoroquinolone poisoning, which by the way, those watching this, Google it. Um, if you've taken certain antibiotics uh, and you know, that have fluoroquinolone, in them, um, and other medications, then that that could be why someone's sick. So go ahead, keep keep sharing.
1: So yeah, it just, um, I I couldn't figure out what was going on with me. I had gut issues, brain issues, um, joint inflammation. And I was like supposed to be in the peak of my life. I was, I was in the best shape of my life. I was physically and mentally fit, which I think is what got me through all that. Yeah. And, um, things just kept getting worse and worse and worse until i ended up in the hospital and i almost died and so that was the point where it was like okay uh first off the pain i was going through was just beyond what most people could probably deal with and then when i ended up in the hospital i was like i don't know that i want to live anymore to be honest because this is just so painful my life has become so miserable and i made a a declaration there that i'm going to heal myself and I'm going to do it and I'm going to share my experience with others. And that was actually my motivation and to dig myself up out of that hole. And so, yeah, here I am now. Um, and it's taken it's taken some time and a, a lot of experimenting, a lot of like mm-hmm. just uh, doing crazy stuff. And um,
0: Well, I want to hear about some of the crazy stuff because, again, as my health seekers are going, please tell me, what did you do? So I want to hear about like, and again, this kind of highlights your book. Yeah. Um, because, you know, obviously you wrote the, in the book of, are these things that you felt like these were big things. You know, I want my people to hear what these things are. And um, I, but I also want to hear some of your expertise is exercise. And one of right. the things that is classic amongst us who are struggling for health is back pain. And you've dialed some of those in. So we're going to hear about that as well. But but let, let's start with some of these things that you did to get your life back that you feel every one of my viewers need
1: to know well so one of the things i was totally unaware of is i had my whole mouth had amalgam fillings in it this is one <laughs> of the things i've heard you talk about and yeah. it's connected with almost you right you, you yeah. probably deal with this all the time so um when i was in the hospital i was told you need endocort um it's a medication for like crohn's disease etc immuno uh, immunomodulator and basically uh they say you're going to be on it the rest of your life and um, I went home, it was like $1,800 a month medication. I went home and researched it and I was like, this isn't even proven to work. Like they don't even know if this works or not. It's like 50-50 and then there's a rebound effect. If you come off of it, it could cause more complications. And so, um, but they were pumping the fear into me. And I had my buddy, you might not know him, Dr. Osborne, Peter Osborne. I do know Yeah, so uh, he, I, I called him on the phone and he said, man, You can do this on your own. And after the conversation with him, I was like, "That's it. This is the confidence it gave me. I decided I'm not going with the medication. I'm going to heal myself on my own." And so I started that journey. And the first thing I did was worked with a holistic guy. And as soon as I told him I had my whole mouth filled with amalgam fillings, he was kind of like, "Oh my God, you have that many amalgam fillings. You got to get them removed right away." Yeah. And so we started. it was a Klingheart protocol um, for detoxing and killing the microbes in the gut. And uh, that started to help me a little bit. But I think I was so deep down the rabbit hole that it just, it, in three months, I'd get better results than I'd ever seen with any medical doctor. And so that really sparked like, wow, um, I, no one even questioned these things. No one even asked me these things. Uh, previously this guy was in Hong Kong he just took my hair sample and uh, did like a paperwork fill out and the next thing I know he's on point with my healing rather than any of the medical experts that I'd spoken to and so that really opened my eyes and awakened me to what the other potential is and then from there I just continued and man I tried everything from GCMAF which is you know the
0: for cancer, they use it, yeah. You know?
1: Right for protein, I had, uh, I did the sauna detox, uh, niacin detox, which um, it probably my my pathways weren't opened up, my detox pathways, which i sure you talk about. And it, oh yeah,
0: by, by the way, I like I did all these tried all these detox things, and I realized I was getting worse or nowhere. You know that's why everything I teach hmm. today came out of it's <laughs> figuring it out
1: exactly yeah so i i got worse in a lot of different ways uh because i didn't have the detox pathways opened up uh and then i got into qigong and breathing and which is is one of the most powerful things you can do and then uh when i came across the wim hof method um i knew that was something i wanted to get he endorsed into your
0: book if i if i know correctly yeah. right yeah
1: he wrote he wrote the forward to the book i'm a wim hof instructor um so yeah he um
0: uh, t- tell people who Wim Hof is. The, g- the guy's extraordinary, extraordinary. Just-
1: yeah, so Wim Hof, if you haven't heard of Wim Hof, but now he's almost mainstream, about one in three people at least hear about him. But Wim Hof is a Dutch guy. Um, and for about 30 years, he'd been doing amazing feats of strength that nobody could actually figure out how he was doing it. Um, and he used to say, like, he could have influenced the immune system, the autonomic nervous system. And I think people just thought he was crazy. Um, But he's done things like climbed Everest in just his shorts. Uh, He's done an ice bath for two hours long. Um, He has ran a marathon in the desert without drinking water. He's ran a marathon in the Arctic Circle with no shoes on, just his shorts. Um, And so, so he's done just the craziest things. And he has 26 world records. So anyways, science has now proven he was right all along. And so the lowest hanging fruit I always speak to people about is doing something like the Wim Hof method. There's other breathing techniques. Um, I find his to be not only just like, just gets right to it. It just gets right to the healing. And, um, and so, yeah, he's, he's uh, created the Wim Hof method that's breathing and cold immersion.
0: Oh yeah. It's pretty powerful. Do you, do you discuss that in your book?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Obviously it's one of your healing hacks and I, I, yeah. I think it's extraordinary as well. So that's fantastic that it's in your book.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the best lowest hanging fruits that anybody could do anywhere, anytime. So for people that are listening and you haven't heard of him, I would highly recommend checking out Wim Hof Method. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, 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 no, it, it is extraordinary. You know, what it taps into is something I'm a big fan of. It forces the body's innate healing, right? It forces the body to adapt. And to adapt, you get this massive hormone optimization and down regulation of inflammation. So, uh, you know, it's, it's really powerful stuff. And, and the breathing is, it's powerful. It floods your, your, just, your blood with oxygen, which yeah. just, your immune system just goes through the roof. I'll tell you, what, Wim Hof, they, you know, they said, okay, this guy, first of all, they disbelieved him. And then when they realized, okay, this is for real, the guy is doing this right so they couldn't disprove him so then they just said okay it, this guy's just a freak of nature and he's extraordinary he's like no 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 i can teach anyone to do this right. and he did he taught yep. other people to it's like it's not me it's the principal and and how many people did he teach he, he took he took them all uh,
1: yeah, he took about 12 guys for a week into Poland, and then they brought him back and they did the rabout study where they injected them with LPS, uh, liposaccharides, which is basically E. coli. Yeah. And then um, they saw that, well, they did it originally with Wim, and then they saw that Wim didn't have a response like everybody else did. He had controlled right. his immune system, and they said, well, you're just an anomaly. He said, nope, I can teach people. Took guys a week in Poland came back they had the same response and then they were like okay this guy's got something and one of the things that I'd love to say to your listeners is oxygen efficiency or the way we utilize oxygen is the most I would say is probably the most important thing that your body can do
0: oh it, by the way when you're neurotoxic Ian like we were your, 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 your oxygen efficiency is like terrible so we can't get oxygen into our cells, which is your right. immune system, nutrients, energy. And, everything. and so you can biohack this by this breathing, which at this point you might want to just explain a little bit.
1: Yeah. So um, it, it just last year, um, three PhDs actually got awarded the Nobel Prize for hypoxia training. And hypoxia is exactly what you're doing with the Wim Hof Method. And It just reaffirmed everything else we were doing through the Wim Hof Method. So basically, you, you breathe to hyperoxygenate the body, and then you exhale all the oxygen out of your lungs, and then you hold the, the breath. And basically, what it does is you hyperoxygenate the body, you exhale and hold, and then when you exhale and hold, the CO2 and the O2 start to exchange. So this, the oxygen's high at one point, then you exhale, hold, you hold the exhale, and then the CO2 starts to go up and up. And finally, it hits a point where it triggers you to take a breath in. And most people don't realize this, but CO2 is so important. Like it gets a bad rap. It actually is a vasodilator, meaning that it opens up the arterioles and the cells. And so what it does is it relaxes them and then you can get more oxygen stuffed in. And so these PhDs found out that you you increase the amount of red blood cells. And so the red blood cells have the hemoglobin, hemoglobin transports the oxygen. And so you transport more oxygen to the cells. And specifically, like you were saying, where the injured areas are. So if you have damage to certain spots, this is where you can really start to see amazing healing. And I'm talking about like, uh, you know, 50% faster on, you know, and I'm, this isn't scientifically proven, but uh, on the, even like things like broken bones or tears etc uh, but even if you have like ms lyme's disease etc it helps all of those things
0: yeah so I mean, basically you're doing like 30 breaths and now some people say through the nose wim Hof was like just breathe you know what i'm right. saying <laughs> nose mouth doesn't matter but like 30 deep breaths right you know just belly breaths if you will and then right. like you said you know let it all the way out hold and then how many times do you do that how many times a day can you do that
1: yeah, so um it all depends. Like you can do it 10 rounds if you wanted to. I recommend people who start out that they start out breathing through their nose and they only do uh about 3 rounds. And that's just a suggestion. You don't have to start out that way. Uh but people who are not used to getting that much oxygen, they'll get dizzy a little bit. They might feel a little weird. And a lot of profound things can happen once you get oxygen into the body, because there's a saying that the issues are in the tissues, meaning the (laughs) it's stored in our nervous system, in the body. And when we get more oxygen in, it can literally push the emotions out of the body. Mm -hmm. And so people will feel emotional releases. They'll feel traumatic releases on top of all the other healing that happens, like the immune system stimulation, Mm -hmm. um, the autonomic nervous system, um, activation right so the other thing i didn't talk about is uh it skyrockets the adrenaline during the the exhale and hold phase more than if you're going to go skydiving or bungee jumping for the first time and so what happens is it in my opinion this hasn't been studied but in my opinion what it does is it regulates almost every single part of the body like if you're uh dominant sympathetic nervous system or parasympathetic, you'll balance out those systems. It'll balance out your immune system. If your immune system's too intense, uh, it'll bring it down. If it's too low, it'll bring it up. And so, uh, yeah, so that's another thing that I think is extremely beneficial about doing that program.
0: Yeah. You know, um, I have so many questions. Um, (laughs) One of my questions was, you know, where, you know, where in nature do you think like, you know, this is, you know, meaning that the body always knows what to do to survive or, you know, uh, like, huh, wh- where was this? Like, you know, how is this a part of human nature?
1: Yeah. So you mean the breathing?
0: Yeah. Like, you know, what I'm saying, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I, I study nature. I study what happens, not just nature, but me, uh, you know, what happens in ancient culture, what happens right. to our body in times of stress. You know, where, where is this, where does this come from? Like, how did he discover this?
1: Yeah, you know, I do know he went to India for a while. Like, part of his story is his wife, I believe, committed suicide, right. and he had four kids, and he just, I think, was like, couldn't handle it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a massive trauma at one time. And he took off, and I think he went to India, but he discovered it at a young age, the cold therapy, which I didn't get into. At about 18, and he felt he went into the ice, and he said, "That's where he met God." It was like a spiritual experience for him. It was the first time like he could like focus his mind, um, and then he just utilized. He figured out that he could use utilize the breath to heat himself up to stay in the ice more. Um, but
0: which is true, by the way, when I do the breathing and I go in cold baths, I'm good. If I don't, I'm out in a minute.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's profound, and so. So yeah, he, most people don't know this, but he's a pretty amazing yogi. Like, I guess you see him every once in a while, but he can do, he's like, he's like uh, done all that type of stuff. So he's done the breathing and I think he played with it. He went out into nature Mm. and he thought like, how can I um, stay in the cold? And if I do this breathing technique, the cold doesn't affect me as much. And if I stay meditated and focused, then I can do this and to, for health seekers listening to this, this is a very important. He walked up Mount Kilimanjaro in 31 hours. It typically takes five to seven days in his shorts. Uh, my buddy Bart, who I host retreats with, did it with him three times. But they did it with people who were sick, right? who had Lyme's disease. Another person had Crohn's disease. Uh, there was, another, there was a, a few people that were ill, and they did it with him, with their shirts off, in their shorts, just to give you what possible they broke the record by uh, like a ridiculous amount just using the breathing. So
0: would they do it like when they're doing that, like most of the time going up.
1: Yeah. So uh, during the when they'd get altitude, kind of feeling of a sickness, they would just and then squeeze oxygen to the head, and then just keep going up, keep going up. And so, um, so yeah, it, that's how powerful it is. It can take somebody who's sick who typically couldn't even hike up a mountain at all within five to seven days and they did it within 31 hours so this is part of what my book is about is like inspiring people and that's what WIM does and that's why I joined WIM because um, you know people just believe that they can't get out of this rut yeah and that's the biggest thing that I want to convey is like even in the sickest, unhealthiest condition, our body knows how to heal itself mm-hmm. if we just give it the tools that it needs. And yeah. those tools are typically not poisons and toxins. Sometimes that can help in scenarios, but we need more nature, uh, we need more connection with ourselves, etc. And so that's really what this is about.
0: You know, it's as, it's, it's as simple as good quality food, oxygen and getting the toxins out like i mean come on i mean that, that that's yep. right you know um i have to say like if anyone even questions this working i i would just say this you do those 30 deep breaths let the air out okay time yourself okay let's say you go 45 seconds okay um do it again take 30 more breaths exhale hold i promise you you'll go longer the second and third time why because you're hyper oxygenating your cells, and so it, it, the moment you realize, "Oh my gosh, it was so much easier the second time," you'll realize that this works. And you know, oxygen.
1: Heals. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And to add to that, make sure you're doing it in a safe place. You're seated or laying yeah, down. Yeah, because
0: you get woozy, woozy. Yeah,
1: some people get dizzy and pass out.
0: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you know, put put some cushions down in case you pass out but uh you know did you know Wim I mean did you uh, do you have you met him have you spent time with Wim
1: yeah I actually um I've I've been with him a few times the first time I just did a retreat because I was in my healing journey and uh, I I came across his stuff I tried it and I was like whoa this is next level and it turns out I wasn't even doing it to its maximum capacity and uh, I so I booked a retreat everything I've always done is I try to learn from the best and um you could tell when you, if you watch the if you listen to WIM, you can tell he's got the it factor. And I was like, I want to work with this guy. I spent a week in the Pyrenees with him, got to film a video at the top of the mountains in the Pyrenees. And, uh, and then that's when I started my journey to do the certification. Now he's
0: done some documentaries and stuff. Um, I, I've watched one, but there, isn't there another one? Is it on YouTube, or Netflix? What's the, uh, what's the one that you would tell people to watch?
1: uh so there's a vice documentary that tends to get people like uh, really fired up when they watch it because um it's about it's kind of like debunking the guru like it's like we're gonna find out if this guy's the real deal right and so they go out there and this guy does a story and he's like okay this works this is something that really works and it's profound so they're trying to like find out if he's fake almost in the vice documentary. And then in the end, you get to see the personality of Wim, which is, you know, uh, a great thing as well. And then, yeah, you get to see how they do the, the training and they do it in Poland where you do the, the master's certification. Um, some of the people. And, and how
0: do you in. find that documentary? Uh,
1: if you type in vice documentary, okay. w- right. Wim Hof in YouTube, okay. it should and, pop and, up.
0: And do you train people on this and, and how can people connect with you?
1: uh yeah we host retreats we did the first ever me and bart bart is the guy who created the online 10-week course for WIM. that that's what kind of took WIM to the world and we do uh retreats in costa rica <laughs> which is not what people typically think of for a wim hof cold retreat uh, but we did the first one in the tropics so we host them here uh but we do it at i have training facilities in the u.s and um and so we do it in the training facilities and we do it on retreats as well.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we'll make sure we, we put your, your contact uh, information there because, uh, you know, I'm sure people are going, I want to do it. I want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got yeah.
1: one retreat coming up in March.
0: Okay, that's great. And that's in Costa Rica?
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah that's great. And we can find that information on your website?
1: Uh, that one isn't completely booked out yet, so it's not up and running, but it should be soon in the next okay. week or two. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, that, that's awesome. Okay. Well, that's one of the huge biohacks, uh, that you would say, Hey, you know, S- health seekers need to know. I agree. Um, so what, what's another one? Well, we, we briefed on the detox as well, which we resonated with, but g- give us, give us another one.
1: Well, so in my book, I talk about on the topic of oxygen, I talk about the lowest hanging fruit. And then I talk about if you have the money and the opportunity. And so hypobaric or hyperbaric oxygen chambers is something I also recommend if you can get access to it. And, um, and so that's another thing in that realm. Um, I talk a lot about intuitive eating. And, you know, like you spoke about diet is essential. And people are always looking for like, what's the next diet? What do I do? How do I eat? And for the most part, if we pay attention and we're conscious of how we eat and what we eat, we'll usually get to f- understand afterwards, do I feel good? Am I feeling better? Am I bloated? Am I feeling worse? Mm-hmm. And, um, doing a limit, doing a, an elimination diet and finding out what, it, what the triggers are. Now I know that there's a lot of tests, et cetera, that people can do. And those are the things I recommend in my book too, like the Dutch test or the, um, You know, there's the uh, organic acids test, Mm -hmm. but some people don't have access to it and they can't. So the next thing I talk about is eating intuitively, like sitting down consciously um, and being connected with your food. Right. So one of the, the things I always like to explain to people, which kind of brings it back, puts things in perspective is, you know, 150 years ago to get food, a lot of people would go hunting. And it was a whole process. They would, you know, spend days or weeks going hunting. They'd kiss the wife goodbye, whatever. And then they go get the food and then they, they have to kill it, cut it up, skin it, bring it back, etc. And then by the time it hits the plate, there's an immense sense of gratitude. There's immense sense of spirit connected with it. And the actual act of going out in nature is healing as well. But nowadays, we don't, we're, we lost that connection. We just sit down, we shove food down our throat, which is part of my problem. And so that's why I, I share this is like, I used to eat fast and I never used to think about it. I just shove it down my throat, go back to work, and that was it. You know what, Ian? I, as you were saying, and I'm like, yeah, I'm guilty of this. I,
0: I eat like, especially my, like, if I have an afternoon meal, I, I eat it half the time just standing up because I'm in between things. I'm moving, I'm here, I'm there. You know, and it's like, and I'm just, you know, there I am in the kitchen, just kind of like doing it, yep. standing
1: up. <laughs> I still have to check myself. I, uh, I do, I do guilty. It. Guilty. Yeah, Yeah. So I had to, because I had gut damage, I had to, I was forced mm-hmm. to sit down, chew my food and slowly eat. And so when I started to do that, it also started to shift things. And not only the healing of the gut, it was necessary because my gut wasn't digesting food. Um, and so I just became more conscious of what I was doing Mm. and how I was feeling and how I was connected with the food and what I was eating. And then I started to find out like that food doesn't work well with me. And then I started to figure it out, figure it out. And so that's one way that people can do it. Um, it's it's something that anybody can do is like i mentioned anywhere anytime it's like a low-hanging fruit all you have to do is just be a little bit more conscious a little bit more aware when you sit down and eat and people can put a reminder in their phone just to like get them mentally connected with it like kind of like drinking water like people put in their alarm clocks drink water uh, at a certain time so you're getting enough hydration so that's one of the other things that i that i recommend in the book um and then Another low-hanging fruit, which I love to recommend to anybody and everybody, is castor packs.
0: Yeah, right? They, they pull. Their, I mean, gosh, that's been around if, if a woman's breast uh, duct for nursing, their baby would get blocked. I mean, castor oil pack, man. That was the solution every time. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, so detoxification, glutathione increasing, healing the gut. Uh, it's also a biofilm breaker, which I know you're talking about. Um, so it just has. Um, I interviewed Dr. Marisol, and she was saying it has all the all the um, snake oil type of you know like people. It sounds like a snake oil, but it actually delivers. Mm-hmm. So that's why I recommend it because as soon as I did a castor pack, I felt like this relaxation that I hadn't felt in a long, long time. Similar to what the breathing does as well, but you could just feel it uh, killing the parasites or whatever it was in my body. I just felt a deep sense of healing and relaxation. So you can
0: describe what you did, but you put it either over your liver or your gut. Talk about it.
1: Yeah, so um, you get these wool packs. um, They sell them on Amazon if you just type in castor packs and get pure, cold-pressed, hexane-free if you can, organic preferably because the other stuff can be toxic. If we're trying to detox, we don't want to put more in ourselves. And then you pour like a couple tablespoons on the pack and then I would... Uh, wrap it around I put it on my liver and then wrap saran wrap around my gut and so it stays on um, some people have specific caster pack wraps um, that make it easier I found wrapping it saran wrap and then I'd go to bed with it and other ways you can do it is putting heat on it as well to just help the process and uh, and then I go to bed and wake up with it it's pretty nasty stuff <laughs> it kind of stains and so that's another way uh you can you just want to make sure you put on like a you know dirty shirt or you cover your mm-hmm. sheets and stuff like that if it if it leaks out and then you do that ideally for seven days Repetitively. so w-
0: wh- why does it work w- what does castor oil do what's the mechanism behind this
1: uh that's a good question you know i i don't even really understand i i know that i know that to be honest I can't even answer that I don't know that how it works exactly I've researched it I
0: mean in simplest form it acts as a drawing agent you know by setting up a concentration gradient but yeah I mean I don't know why why castor oil versus other ones it it
1: has you know that they used to use it to anoint the kings and queens to their throne as they went up to the throne and um, and so it has deep like there's a deep understanding you're talking about like you like to research old uh you know you know past ancient healing techniques etc this is something they knew about that they've used and i don't really know exactly how it works uh but just like any other essential oil like i've used a lot of essential oils um, it can trigger some type of activation in the cell Um, it can bust biofilm and biofilm if, if you're having a tough time getting healthy and you're not seeing any advancement, a lot of times it can be the biofilm, right? Would you agree with that statement?
0: Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, pathogens hide there.
1: Yeah. So it, over time, it'll wear down the biofilm. And then if your immune system is ready for it, it releases the toxins. And then it can actually help kill off the parasites because it's boosting the immune system. It, it helps in, increase glutathione levels. And most people who are sick... Have low glutathione i I had tremendously low glutathione levels and so it helps it stimulate it naturally Mm -hmm. and then the relaxation activates the parasympathetic nervous system and so when you go into the parasympathetic nervous system there's rest and digest so you actually get to recover and you sleep better Uh, the deeper the sleep is uh, the more you're going to recover and so there's a whole combination of things Uh, you know it's just one of those things that just does it hits a lot like the breathing.
0: That's awesome.
1: All right. Give us your
0: exercise for the back pain because uh, this is a, this is a big one.
1: Yeah. So uh, I always like to, to touch on back pain because a lot of people have a, a belief system that's part of the medical system and the medical system it's important for me to say is designed for specific things. Mm -hmm. What my program is designed for is people naturally healing and doing and learning, like teaching them. So they know how to heal it on their own. Um, There's something called uh, disc, degenerative disc disease. Degenerative disc disease is not actually a disease. So I want to throw that out there. It's, it's, it's means aging. And a doctor wouldn't say, this is something that I, I learned from, Uh, One of the best spine specialists in the world. that doctor wouldn't say to you, if you have a wrinkle on your face, you're a degenerative face disease. Right. So degenerative disc disease is just aging. It's just abnormal aging, premature abnormal aging. Right. Speeding up the the aging process. So really, we just have to figure out what's causing it. And it's really what we just talked about. It's going to be nutrition, lack of recovery, lack of rest, uh, lack of hydration, lack of oxygen and those are the main things, and movement. And the, part of the issue now is that people aren't moving as much, and they're sedentary. And so when they're sedentary, there's a stagnation of energy in the lower back and the hips. And when we have that stagnation of energy, it doesn't get the oxygen, nutrients, et cetera, that it needs. And then we start to see the discs wear down. And as the discs wear down and the muscles fatigue, it opens the the backup for a lot of pressure and a lot of micro trauma, which is small little tears or damage yeah. until one day they say, I threw my back out. And that's typically what happens. And usually people throw their back out like picking up a paper clip. Yeah, or, no, it's
0: the way it happens. It's the straw that breaks the camel's back. That's where that came from. Exactly. It wasn't the paper clip. It was right. the micro traumas happening ahead of that. Right.
1: Right. So um, So yeah, we designed a program specifically just to decompress the spine and get more nutrients, oxygen and blood flow. And I've been doing this for over 15 years now and we just enhance it. And actually we combined it with the Wim Hof method because it just Mm -hmm. takes it to the next level. But basically um, it's simple. People again can do it anytime, anywhere. All they need is a little pillow. Um, They lay down on the floor and they do some simple movements uh, with their legs and kind of core activation and um after about 10 years of doing it I, I realized that this is not just a simple movement exercise it's kind of like a almost like a, a chi like it's bringing energy into the body because i almost
0: want your butt to get on the floor and show me i just don't know if you have the ability to do yeah
1: that. i i i potentially can all right um, let's do it I, you know, let's I, see if we can I, do I wanna that yeah i want to see yeah let me see all right, so, um, let me bring this down here.
0: I think that will work. Good. Look, he's dressed for it and everything.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm always in fitness gear. All right, so, so someone's going to lay down. They're going to put a pillow on their head so their head is propped up. This is biomechanically the correct position to be in. Okay. And the first movement is going to be what we call a knee pole. And so the person can put pressure down with their hands, tilt the pelvis slightly so that it activates the abs, and it starts to just move the pelvis so that we start to get mobility throughout the muscles and the tendons that connect in the lower back. Okay. And then we extend all the way out, extending the leg fully out. Got it. Yep, I see that. And then repeating. And we do eight reps on each side. For all right three, perfect for three sets okay the second exercise is a knee drop where we push the knee down to the ground and uh-huh. back up this activates and stretches the adductors but It also activates the glutes which is directly connected with almost all back
0: pain oh
1: and so from there so we do that same thing three sets of eight and then we connect the two movements together and we do a single frog leg Oh, wow. And so we pull the knee in, and now we're getting everything involved the hip oh. rotators, um, the yeah. glutes, the abs, um, and instantly starting to get energy and blood flow back into it, and the And
0: I, I would argue that the very position you're also working the multifidus muscles, which in the low back, man, th- those are huge.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so then from there, we do a double frog leg, which I'll, I'll show you, um, this one, I, depending on the person, when they do the program, we may recommend it, but it's both legs. So it depends on core integrity, it depends on the pain, but that one just wow. dramatically increases or enhances. Um, and then from there we do um, a stretch, um, a basic stretch, but it's designed to decompress the spine. It's kind of like the butterfly. Mm-hmm. And then let me take these off. Hold on a second. My other mic here. And then we pull from the lower back, pushing the forehead down, focusing on stretching the inner thigh Uh and the lower back. Okay. And then lastly, there's other ones after this, but these are the main ones. Um, Sitting up nice and straight and just doing a, a calf hamstring stretch and pushing the forehead forward and down to again, decompress the spine. And so there's there's two more beyond that. Um, but those are the basics.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say, hey, they're gonna have to get your book uh, for that. And uh, is it, I mean, that's where it is in the book or is it on your website somewhere?
1: Uh, yeah, so I, in the book, I go into that in one chapter, I spend a whole chapter just on that specifically. Um, but if people are averse to reading it, <laughs> they can watch a video. And so we have an online program. Um, it's in over 100 countries worldwide. We've been doing this for 15 years now. So, uh, so that's another option for me. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, that's at backpainreliefforlife.com. So backpainrelief, the number four, life.com.
0: I'm going to write it down myself. I'm going to make my wife do this. Um, I'll do it with her. So backpainreliefforlife.com. Got it. And the number four.
1: Yes. Got it.
0: Got it. That's awesome, man. I'm so glad I actually um, made you do it because – it's just seeing it I could see how how effective you know it, it actually would be
1: for for that so and so, and you know some people who are like physiotherapists or physical therapists like they'll look at it and they'll be like they'll start analyzing it and looking at it and saying like oh well maybe you shouldn't do this or I tell people just do it yeah because when you do it
0: it's like the Wim Hof stuff. It's like, just do
1: it. You know, (laughs)
0: it's like, if you, if you did it three days a week, you're going to change your life. Okay. Imagine if you did it five, right? I mean, exactly. (laughs) Come on. You know, and there's a lot of breathing, meditating, this, but I'm telling you that to me has been the one that I felt like instantly the most. And so I'm I'm with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, Wim, uh, I have to ask you this, you know, what's his, like his, his personality. I know he likes to drink beer. I I know he's like, you know, fun loving. Um, Is that the real whim?
1: Oh man. He's a, he's an awesome guy. Really like to a point where his family has to kind of protect him. Like, cause he'll just say yes to everything. And they have to be like, no, you're not going to do that. (laughs) Be like, Oh yeah. You're like, can I, whim? can you do this? Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And then, um, what, what's his diet like? Um, and, and, you know, because,
0: you know, I mean, Web's a little chunky. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, obviously, you know, he gets, he may get away with more just because, uh, you know, give the guy Lyme disease and he, he beats it just with his mindset. I mean, what's, what's, what's that
1: like? Yeah, I do know that he eats about one meal a day and it's in the evening. And so that's, that's one of the things that he does do um and uh, excuse me and so yeah so that's i know his diets that i i think i've heard two different stories too like i've heard him talk about it uh, he has been a vegetarian uh but i've also heard him say like in person that he does eat meat every once in a while yeah so so i don't think he's like dead set in one way uh, but he is about intermittent fasting. And I know that's yeah. something real big for you. And, he, and I believe he does fasting as well.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. The breathing, I've had people, you know, put themselves in a fast um, and do his breathing technique and transform their life. So I think the two of them, uh, it's a powerful punch, fasting and this breathing. And I, re- I recommend it to everyone. What do they buy your book? Uh,
1: my book is on Amazon.com. If you just type in Healing Hacks by Ian Hart it'll pop up um, and yeah, yep, Amazon solely right now.
0: Awesome. And, you know, last question, you know, with one of the things that drives me is literally the fear of ever, you know, going back. What, what is the, your number of going back to being sick, right? It just always drives me researching etc. et cetera. Uh, what, Absolutely. What, is, what is your greatest driver? Uh,
1: I would say it's the same exact thing. You know, like I, I talk about these healing hacks I live health. Like I live, so, eat and breathe it. I don't have an option, to be honest.
0: I know, and, me either.
1: Yeah, so it's like, I, I, when, when you see my, people see my diet, like I'm no joke, I don't mess around. And if I do mess around uh, at times, I'll pay for it. Um, and But rarely I do. And um, what keeps me motivated is feeling good. And me then so. also being able to transfer that to other people and i didn't know what it felt like until i felt really 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 good me too <laughs> you know what i mean like when i first stopped drinking like i stopped drinking a long time ago because like i didn't realize how bad i felt when i would drink and then i stopped drinking i felt like oh my god i feel amazing well what else in my life was making me feel bad mm. and and that's not for everybody that was just me um well, I,
0: I have to moderate my drinking. I mean, I, I can have some really clean wine and stuff, but I mean, I, I you know, toxins, I got to keep them away.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like once you, you can't turn the pickle back into a cucumber type of thing. And so uh, I recognize that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, my whole life's about health. I wake up, I do the breathing, I do Qigong, I do meditation. And then I try to share that with the world. Awesome.
0: Hey, the good news for those watching is you can still turn a pickle or a cucumber into a pickle so you can get healthy. You exactly. Can't go back. I'm not going back. Yeah, exactly. So, that's
1: awesome. It's very hard but, to go back. Once you become healthy, it's hard to go back.
0: Exactly. Well, because, I mean, you could go back, but the point is, is like, we're like, no way. I mean, right. I, I can't go back. I, I just can't. There's just no way because I, I'd rather be dead and gone than to have mm-hmm. to live that life again. So Exactly. It's like know, taking but, the red pill. Oh man. Yep. That's right. It was the, uh, the, the, uh, the matrix. The matrix. Yep. Yes. The matrix. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Can't go back. once take yep. it? No. Ian, thank you so much. I, I think those were just phenomenal tips, man. I, I just, I absolutely love it. You know, awesome. his book, healing hacks uh, and definitely, definitely do these things including the exercise uh, because back pain, you know, yeah. One, one time in your life, it will happen to you. So it will. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right. And thank you for being on. So thank great. you, Dr.
1: Papa. I really appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. This episode was brought to you by Detox. Please check it out at buycytonow.com. We'll be
0: back next week and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. We truly appreciate your support. You can always find us at cellularhealing.tv. And please remember to spread the love by liking, subscribing, giving an iTunes review, and sharing the show with anyone you think may benefit from the information heard here. And as always, thanks for listening.